Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. We've been learning from James 5, the components of successful prayer. What makes God more eager to answer your prayers? We looked at faith, reverence, righteousness, and praying with the right motive. Today, we'll find one more ingredient that will move God to answer more of your prayers. Earnestness. Relationship, reason, next category, resolve. Earnestness. How much passion and fervency is there behind your prayers? Are you earnest? Look again down at verse 18, James 5.18. We see this here, here too. Elijah's prayers were powerful and effective. Why? Because he prayed how? Earnestly. He prayed, Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain. Jesus told a couple of different parables about persistence in prayer, right? Luke 11, Luke 18, the persistent widow, the important neighbor that comes, he's banging on the door in the middle of the night, bam, 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 come on, help me. And the guy's in bed, I don't want to do it. And then he finally does because he keeps on banging. What does that teach us about God, that he's reluctant? No, it teaches us that God loves the sound of that banging. He wants us to be persistent. He wants us to badger him with prayer. That's the language. I mean, Isaiah 62, 6 uh, God wants to see, and he wants you to see, how serious you really are about this request. So he wants to see how long you'll keep banging on the door. Isaiah 62, 6. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest, and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem. Bug him until he does it. To give him, I mean, that's, God is saying, look, I love the sound of the banging on the door, so keep banging. Don't give me, don't give yourself rest, and don't give me any rest. Keep me up all night. Until I answer. So your relationship with God is a factor. Your your reason for praying is a factor. And then your resolve, the level of your resolve. How passionate, how persistent, how fervent are you in this prayer? Of all the components of prayer that James has been teaching us, I think this is the one where I struggle the most. Earnestness. It's so easy for my prayers to become routine lifeless. A lot of the time when I pray, my mind wanders and I forget I'm even talking to God. What can be done about passionless prayer? Well, passion is a function of desire, right? The more you want something, the more energy you'll have in asking for it and seeking after it. If you ask God to bless your life, but you don't have a clear concept of what blessing even means, then it won't matter much to you and your prayers will be flat. But if your child is on life support at the ICU and it's 50-50 whether she lives or dies, no one has to urge you to be fervent in your prayers then. You'll cry out to God with every fiber of your being. So if we want to inject more passion into our daily prayers, the key will be to increase our desire for the things we're praying for. In order to win a war, an army depends on countless people filling countless roles. Everything from the fighters on the front lines to the guy in charge of the food, mechanics, medics, administrators, engineers to design the weapons, is an endless list. And it's no different in the war between the kingdom of God and the forces of evil. Pick one role in that war, whichever one you're best suited for. 
even if it's 100 miles from the front lines, that doesn't matter. The person wearing the combat boots isn't going anywhere without the guy making the boots. Which role in the kingdom effort are you best suited for or that you care the most about? Chances are you already have the gifts you need to contribute in that area. But without something driving you, you'll never do the hard work of fanning those gifts into flame or the hard work of finding a way to contribute in that area. If you just wait around for someone to ask you to do something, you'll probably wait forever. But if you have a driving passion, you'll find a way to contribute. Try to spend more and more time, especially over the next couple days, thinking about the importance of that role and keep asking God to light a fire in your soul for that work. Forgive me, Father, for my tepid prayers. I ask for things that are so important to you, but I do it in a way that reveals low urgency in my heart. Draw my heart closer to yours, Father. Ignite good desires within me. Point me toward the things that you want me to do in my life and show me how to stoke a consuming desire for that thing. Light my heart on fire for you and your kingdom. You commanded that we never be lacking in zeal, but that we keep our spiritual fervor serving you. Oh Lord, awaken my soul to deeper passion for the things that are important to you. Show me one thing today, Lord, that should be more important to me than it is. One thing. And then enable me to fix my thoughts on that all day until I see the goodness of it and the importance of it and my heart is moved to pursue it. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.